everybody. This is Jason, and uh, I'm coming to you without Warren this week. Um, we decided to take a break from our regular podcasting uh, structure, and we're going to do something a little different this week. In light of a lot of the turmoil surrounding the election and the political season, um, we thought that this would be a good opportunity to lift up our country and our communities in prayer. So this episode is going to be uh, the elders of the vine offering up independently prayers for our community and for our nation. So we'll start with Terry Rasco, who will provide a, a scripture reading and prayer. And then uh, Kevin Huddleston will offer uh, a prayer. And then Bill Knipe will offer his prayer and then I will conclude with a prayer of my own. So we know this is a little bit different, but we hope that this is edifying. And um, and actually, I would encourage anyone to uh, offer your own prayer for our nation. If you have something that you would like to share, please feel free to email that to us or, uh, or send it to Warren. And uh, we might share that with the rest of the congregation if you're interested in offering your own prayer for our nation. So... Here we go. When I consider the importance of unity among the believers in God, the believers in Jesus, there's so many scriptures in both the Old and New Testament that we could look at. But before I offer up a prayer, I would like to read two such scriptures. One, the actual words of Jesus himself. And this was recorded in John chapter 17. And it's on the same night that Jesus ultimately is arrested and then tried and then crucified. And so for Jesus to offer this as a prayer at this time speaks to the critical nature and the importance and the priority of unity in the believers as Jesus saw it. Starting in verse 20, it says, My prayer is not for them alone, meaning his disciples. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. Here Jesus prays for unity in his followers, not just that small band that were following him then, but all of the followers throughout time who would be converted to the gospel message through their preaching. And then the second passage is one that actually was read in our Sunday school today, which is in Paul's letter to the church of uh, Ephesus. And this letter was written as Paul was in prison and he saw it as being a critical, high-priority need among Christians in his time. This is Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. He goes on then to further emphasize why we should feel that sense of unity. There is one body, 
in one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, we do humbly come before your throne today and uh, ask for this spirit, the spirit of unity, to indwell us, Father, not just now, but in all times, Father. We pray that we will be able to see that just as you, the Father, and Jesus, the Son, are united in purpose and in spirit, we too, as your followers, are to be united in purpose and in spirit. Father, we see that there's so much more that we have in common than we have in difference. And Father, we pray that we overcome those small differences, differences in belief, differences in thought, differences in life experiences, Father. We pray that the, those things that unify us can overcome those things that separate us. Father, we just pray that your final wish, your final prayer is realized in this church that we may be unified and may all be found to be unified through this bond of peace by bearing with one another in love and gentleness and humility, Father. We hold up this prayer to you today, Father, again, not just for this time, but for all times, not for just our group of believers, but for all believers, Father. We know it's your wish, it's your desire, and it's the mission of the church to reconcile not only others to you, but for us to be reconciled to one another. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father God, we find ourselves in what seems to have become such a commonplace, that next chapter in a never-ending cycle of agitation, anxiety, and fear. We continually, continually place our hopes in leaders and on systems that are inevitably corrupt, and we wonder why we can't find peace. And while we share a common destiny, we so often dispute the pathway. So help us each to accept our role as ambassadors for Christ and His message. Help us to remember the grace that you have freely given to us so that we can in turn be gracious towards one another. Remove whatever toxic thought and attitude that we might have right now, whether that be from pride or disdain and See it for what it is, the product of our idolatry. Help us to love one another better. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Father in heaven, I and, and we are so aware that you are our Father and that you hear and see and understand all that we are and all that is going on. And we believe, dear God, that you love this creation and every person in it and every country in it, 
that this is such a special creation that you've given to us. Uh, and we, we just thank you for it. And dear God, we thank you for our country here in the United States of America. It, we are so privileged to be citizens here. It's beyond us. Uh, I know that we can't comprehend, dear God, the blessing of, of being a citizen in this particular country. And dearest God, we, we know that our country at this time is, 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 is dealing with a lot of mixed thoughts and emotions. The election has occurred and we seem to definitely have an outcome. And there are many that are, that are glad and, and thankful for the outcomes uh, that have happened in the national leadership and the Congress and at local levels. And there are many that are, that are highly disappointed in the outcomes of these elections at, at various levels. Um, and dear God, we want to pray for, for all, for those that are jubilant and, and that you will give those folks the, the desire to just continue to work to improve our country um, to be what we can be and to, and to serve you. But, and also, God, for those that are disappointed and maybe beyond disappointment, very hurt, perhaps very angry, we want to pray for them too, God, that they will that they will heal and that they will be captured by all that our country is and can be and needs to be uh, and will devote their energies in a positive way to just that father we need your help we need your help every day in our lives personally and as as well as as a country and as a as a world and so right now i want to pray for particularly for our country, which needs you and everything that you stand for in the way of grace and love and forgiveness and mercy and resolve. I pray, God, I pray, God, that you will pour out a special blessing upon our nation along those lines in these days to come, these days and weeks and months, especially right ahead of us now, where we need those things so very much. Pray this with all sincerity of heart and with all belief that you hear and answer prayer and that you will answer this prayer for us. I pray for this in the name of Jesus Christ and for the benefit of all of my neighbors in this great country that you have given us. In Jesus' name indeed, amen. Our most loving, gracious, caring, forgiving, and comforting Heavenly Father. We as a church and as a people approach you today in a very divisive and divided season. We pray for the divisions within our country and within our community. We thank you for the opportunities that we have in our country to be heard within our government. We thank you for the healthy, loving conversations that we're able to have about the role of government and the policies of our leaders. We pray that we can have more of those conversations and fewer arguments of contempt and derision between various sides. At this time, God, I pray for our current president, Donald Trump, and for those in his administration. I also pray for the president-elect, Joe Biden, and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris, that their transition into the new administration will be peaceful and efficient. We pray for the members of Congress 
who make the laws. We pray for the courts and the judges who interpret and decide the laws. We pray for our governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, and for our state legislature. We pray for Tim Davis, the mayor of Temple, and for the city council members who make decisions for our immediate community. Indeed, we pray for all of the leaders of all nations and jurisdictions. We pray that these people, as flawed and imperfect as us all, will make decisions with wisdom and compassion. Whether or not they call upon your name, we pray that they will use the universally appreciated traits of compassion and love for the people that they serve to drive their decision-making. We also pray for the people of this nation, the United States, for the divisions that have grown deeper in recent years. We pray that we will begin seeing each other as fellow children of you, rather than merely through partisan or ideological lines. Your servant, the Apostle Paul, wrote in 1 Corinthians 10, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Please put those words and ambitions upon the hearts of all leaders, from the leaders of this church, to the leaders of our community, to the leaders of our nation and around the world. Bless those leaders, bring them wisdom, peace, humility, and discernment, and bring to us the patience and forgiveness for them when they inevitably fail. For perfection is only found in you and your Son. Help us find the grace to love our neighbors and our leaders when they fail us, and give us the faith to turn to you in all times. And it's in your Son's name we pray. Amen.